So listen, whenever you guys want to go live, I'm going to get out of here, okay? We're late already, but yeah. Hi, everyone. Well, I love you. So goodbye. He still can be right on our show right in the beginning, right? <laughs> oh my goodness, it's been an interesting week. I tell you, I have um, I don't know if it's still full moon or what. What do you think? Think it's supposed to be a. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Wednesday night of the Big Mouth. Uh, yes. Is the Pitbull Chapman is introducing uh, my co-host, Carrie. How did I'm you the panda, doing? Doing? <laughs> the panda queen. There she is. It's hump uh, day. Yes, it is. Another hump day. <laughs> it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it has. What a perfect way to start our hump day. I know. It's interesting. It's I don't know if it's the full moon or what, but... Um, I uh, had another sad news in the wrestling world. Um, we lost yeah. another wonderful, wonderful wrestling uh, legend, yes. uh, wonderful friend, uh, Charlie Thunder Blood North. I hope I got that right for a certain person. Uh, <laughs> it will pop in eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's another certain person. No, it's told you. Thunderfoot, <laughs> Charlie Thunderfoot Norris. Well, there you go. See? So I, I hope you like, got that right. If I didn't, I'm sorry, okay, but I'm, I'm in I'm going to leave you now. Okay. <laughs> I love you all. Goodbye. Okay, bye. He left his uh, shoes in the ring, and God bless him, and uh, fly with the angels, Charlie, till we meet again. I uh, will, You will be missed. Um, today's episode will be about body shaming. I was brought to my attention for Carrie, so I'm going to let her lead off on this one. So guys, I feel like this is a very important subject, not only for me, but for many people around me. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I'm guilty of it myself. Um, yep, I have too. to say, I, I, I have said negative things about people and in a negative way. So I am, like I said, guilty of body shaming someone, but I also know how it feels to be body shamed. Um, and it, it doesn't feel good, especially when you're the, the recipient of it. But just imagine how that person is getting the hate from that. So wanted to talk about that tonight um, just a little bit. And we got some things to show you here later on, uh, you know, about it and everything else. But we're just going to talk about it and just have an open conversation of how we feel and, you know, kind of go from there. Absolutely. Because when I was um, growing up, I used to be real, real skinny. I was at that part of it. Uh, yeah, I was actually. I. Uh, was 100 pounds before I got married, and uh, and now of course I gained all the weight after having the children. So I was at the other end of the stick, okay. Oh, yeah. And as I've you've probably seen that picture that I was running about, and I've gained, I've lost the weight, 
And recently I did a live not too long ago on TikTok. And this gentleman didn't want to show his face. He's like, well, you need to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? This I have lost weight. This is just extra skin that I need to lose. And I was like, you know what? So I didn't get banned off TikTok. I was like, well, what about you? Why are you not showing your face? Uh, right. Are you the one that maybe should be losing the weight? Why are you, are you embarrassed to show your face? And that's all I said, because I did not want to get banned off. Yeah. It. And I, I said, why are you embarrassed? When I was 15, I was about, well, 13, 14, 15-ish in like middle school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I weighed like 140, 150 pounds. And I was literally at the threshold, the cutoff mark to be a cheerleader. Because in my school, you mm-hmm. couldn't weigh over 150 pounds. I was 149. And I tried out and I made the team and I was so excited about making the team, but I'm not preppy. You know, mm-hmm. look at me, I'm wearing a hoodie. Uh, you know, I'm not a girly girl. I don't wear makeup. I wear it on special occasions. And I just didn't fit in because I was on the thicker side and all the other girls were super skinny. So I was like, Ooh, so I found myself being a prettier girl to wearing baggy shirts and, and pants and stuff like that. When I turned 15, I wasn't as big, but, that's when I actually met my husband when I was 15 and I was skinny and I actually wanted people to notice me then. So I did my hair up and all this and I pretended to be something that I really wasn't inside, you know, for the sake of getting that attention. Um, but I met my husband and then now I could care less because he's here and I've been mm-hmm. with him for 20 years. <laughs> so, but um, I still do my hair pretty sometimes and I still do makeup sometimes and I dress, you know, nice when we go out places and stuff like that. But, you know, I've, I lose, I gain, lose, I gain, I lose, I gain. And mm-hmm. as soon as I lost all my weight after my second child, I got down to literally my highest was around 300. Not kidding. And I lost and I was almost at like 240. And I was happy with that because I wasn't big. I wasn't skinny. I was in the middle. You know, I had a good plateau going. Then here comes my two-year-old. So now I'm just like, <laughs> well, you have a teenager, right? But uh-huh. it'll, it'll go back down eventually, but I want to do it at my own pace. So I get what you're saying though with everything. Um, Cause my mom was actually pretty heavy all her life mm-hmm. and 62. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just recently lost weight, but she's, it's because she's sick. And so if she literally had surgery to remove her loose skin, mm-hmm. she would probably be about, a size zero going from a size 28. That's my next step is going to, I'm going to be doing that. And you have a teenage daughter, right? Right right now in school. And how is she taking that body shaming? Is she not too good really? Because she's very top heavy. And I, I I mean, I hate saying that on a live show, but she's top heavy like a mom. And she became that way at eight years old. Like she started with developing into an actual woman at eight years old. So her body changed. And when she would be out of school for the summer, she has autism. So she takes medicine during the school. But when she's at home, she doesn't take the medication. So she gained a little bit of weight, you know, and now she's back on it. So she's slimming back down. But people at school call her fat. They call her trouble, you know, all kinds of stuff. And she literally just wears baggy hoodies. You know, she doesn't doesn't want to wear other stuff because she's afraid that somebody's going to you know, talk to her in a bad way. So she, I mean, it's affecting our kids too. That's, that's Oh yes. Especially when my daughter was in a junior high school. Now she's a 27 years old and she used to say, mom, you better come 
come down here. I'm going to get expelled from school. This little girl, because she had the body, you know, and she's like, mom, I'm going to get expelled. You better come get me or else I'm going to punch this girl. You better <laughs> and she was at the other end. But oh, like, but she, she's the kind of person, and I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. She's the kind of person that if somebody looks at you and says, you're fat, she's going to turn and say, well, you are too. And say <laughs> something bad, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's the problem with today's society. Mm-hmm. We respond in that way because it know you know it hurts that person it does instead it's very bad. okay well thank you or you know whatever mm-hmm. you acknowledge it in a negative way because you're hurt so mm-hmm. they talk bad about you you're gonna talk bad about them and that's just how it is well my daughter come up to you and say what else don't you like about me <laughs> that's what she would tell right in their face but my niece is different she's a little mm-hmm. heavy set everywhere she just recently got married and she would come home to her her my sister crying and she would literally be the opposite to where she would eat and, you know, excuse my language. You know what you guys going to say? She would come home and eat vomit. I did so, that when I was seven years old. Can you and, believe that? Mm. And that, that's a true story. Let me, let me yeah. tell you. I mm-hmm. was, I was about seven or eight years old and my mom was dating a man and he was an older man and he had grandkids or whatever and they weren't married or nothing, but I had a crush on her grand, uh, the grandson. Okay. Mm-hmm. His name was Shane. And, um, I liked him a lot, but mm-hmm. I was a chunkier little girl at seven. You know, mm-hmm. I was seven years old. I weighed almost 80 pounds. So I wasn't skinny and I wasn't fat, but I was, you know, and mm-hmm. I would literally go eat, like we would go to golden corral or something like that. And I would eat at the uh-huh. buffet. I'd go make myself throw everything up. I just ate. Then I'd go back out and eat some more, you know, just to whatever. And then I'd go mm-hmm. throw up and they were like did you get full and i'm like yeah and i literally had an empty stomach we got a, a message uh, in the chat there and saying the uh mac daddy okay. and that dog look at that the school system needs to back the fuck off the personal family matters yeah well, person, no, pretty much. Right. Well, yeah you're right about that yeah you know i think it needs to be they, um taken care of family. yeah that, that is a problem yeah maybe hey yeah that's you, a problem though mm-hmm. hey this yeah that is problem though like in this in this not even in just in the school system environment Mm -hmm. okay my daughter as i told you she she has autism right Mm -hmm. and so she's seen a therapist okay Mm -hmm. and when she was going to the therapist she was supposed to be talking to the therapist about depression and anxiety and Mm -hmm. what's going on in school and all this kind of stuff and the woman was literally trying to convince my daughter that she needed to be this person that she didn't need to be and I told, I went into therapist and she was talking to me and this is just an example. So nobody give me hate or anything for what I'm going to say. Right. This is but, a, this is a per se kind of thing, guys. Yeah. For instance, I went in there. Okay. And you know, she was talking about, well, if your daughter wants to be gay, she can be gay. Not saying I said this or anything, but you know, just as a response, I looked at her and I'm like, well, my daughter's not going to be gay because this is how we believe, you know, I mean, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, blah, blah, blah. This is what I believe. So I'm the mm-hmm. therapist. And I'm like, uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think so. Just because you believe a certain way, mm-hmm. doesn't I believe a certain way. And it's just about, I mean, it's just, the point is, mm-hmm. the schools want the kids to be the way that they want them to be. And so do therapists and everybody else. And they make people think that something's wrong with them that's really not wrong with them. Right. Yeah. And exactly. That's what's, you know, the other part of what's the buzz also says the schools, this uh, schools allow this and some even encourage body shaming. And that's the truth because they do allow it because they turn their heads and they're like, you know, just go along, get along. Yeah. 
my daughter has complained to the principal multiple times mm -hmm. to the point that she's even made comments to herself or to people that she would she would literally quote unquote without saying to you know whatever that she was going to kill herself and that that brings into a lot of should i say preventative measures for your children mm -hmm. because bullying mm -hmm. and body shaming and really anything that's negative towards them in a bad way causes them to do things like that and yes. suicide is a big deal these days especially it is for youth. even yes. e even people my age get to the point that they're just like okay i can't take this shit no more i'm done i'm tired of it and whatever and yes. it is very dangerous it's a dangerous matter because absolutely like, it is. such as my 14 year old daughter mm -hmm. What, I mean, who's to say if she doesn't just go in a room and just lay on her pillow and just, you know, you never know what you're Exactly. Doing. And that's right, uh, Jess. Thank you for that. Schools overstep a lot. And that's where the disciplinary issues and learning, so something needs to change. Exactly. Because exactly. schools just make you, they turn their back on you. And it's like, you know what? Go on, go to your next class. We don't care about that. And uh, literally get pushed down. It, interesting mostly of these schools are in the south and that's the truth because they just want to give you a diploma and that's it go on go on that's it you're done because they don't care they're there for a check i'm in north carolina mm -hmm. and the school and i'm not knocking north carolina for anybody no. else who lives in north carolina okay mm -hmm. but the school system here sucks it's horrible um i was in ohio mm -hmm. i lived in canton ohio for quite a long time yes the school system there is top one. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm, I mean, I know people don't like Northern states. People can say what they want, but the school system that I lived in, they were number one in the whole entire state. Mm -hmm. And that's no joke. They had the best school that my daughter went to the best after school programs. She's seen the best doctors. And the cool thing about that is the school communicated with the doctors and the therapists so they can have a structured plan mm -hmm. to help each other. And yes thing they were helping each other down here nobody communicates with anybody literally my daughter's IEP meeting was about things that they could change and this and that mm -hmm. and the other and it's like mm -hmm. you're not even doing any of these things to make these changes so why why are we even here for this versus yep. up there mm -hmm. they could say oh well I seen Kaylee do this and we talked to her doctor and when she sees her doctor this happens and this mm -hmm. so we you know and and that's what it is there's no right. community in the school and it's bad because the teachers don't communicate with the parents the kids they don't. don't communicate with the teachers because they're scared mm -hmm. because nothing happens exactly they just nothing happens and you remember i mean not to knock like you said not to knock down any state of schools or anything remember in texas the uvalde shooting and everything like that that happened look at yeah. the police officers there they took forever to, it was like, who was in command i mean not to knock any officers down or schools but come on and uh, you know the, the, stay not day sorry didn't proofread you know it, you know, like that, you know, I guess Jess was trying to get a message out, but think about that. Like you were saying, you know, a suicide and everything like that. But, you know, in case the children, you know, want to do that, please don't do that. Kids, there is a way, you know, talk to parents, talk to your counselors. If you, like you said, you don't feel safe, like schools, if you don't trust your school counselor, there is a suicide hotline prevention line. You can call 800-273-8255 yes. uh, for the hearing impaired. It's 800-799. 4889. Again, the Suicide Prevention Hotline, 800-273-8255. The hearing impaired is 800-799-4889.
So please, you know, reach out to one of them. Please don't feel like you can commit suicide because of this body shaming. And I know that it's very severe because, you know, uh, you could, you know, take different forms. If you feel, you don't hear if you're a selfish brat, you cry, baby. If you hear something like that, reach out to somebody. It doesn't have to be a, a family member that you, you know, trust. It could be a perfect stranger, a best friend that you uh, maybe have thought of for a long time. It could be a your best friend's mom, if you don't feel comfortable speaking to your parents, anything like that, if you don't, you know, if you hear your, somebody talk to, talk to you like that, that's not right. Talk to a stranger. Yeah. I talk mean, to a perfect stranger. Talk to somebody you feel comfortable with your favorite teacher for one. I mean, cause there is teachers out there that care. I know. It know. Sounds, but pick mm -hmm. up the phone and dial a random number and see who yeah. answers. Hey, mm -hmm. look, I'm having a bad day. Mm -hmm. I just need somebody to talk to. And right. see what they say. You never know. I mean, the mm -hmm. least they can do is hang up on you. Yeah. But and it's, it, it's not just happening to women. Do you know that it happens to men as well? And yeah. little boys, you know, if you go have a paper route, there still is paper routes out there. Go knock on a door that, you know, you talk to someone you feel comfortable with, a neighbor or something like that. Say, I need to talk to you. You know, this has been going on to me just, with me. You know, this is the way I get talked to. About the, 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 the men thing. And mm -hmm. I can tell you, my husband's probably in here somewhere lurking mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, i'm guilty of that myself because when i get mad at him the mm -hmm. first thing i do is criticize him for his mm -hmm. weight which mm -hmm. i can't judge because i'm just as equally as fat <laughs> but i'm just as equally as big and so i know that it hurts his feelings and that's my only mm -hmm. way to kind of get at him and i need to work on that within myself because that's mm -hmm. something i need to do and oh yeah and feelings because I know how I feel and I need to put that into perspective with everybody else. And, you know, like I told everybody on my lives before, I need to be a positive, you know, role model. Mm -hmm. I need to set an example. If I'm going to be about positivity, I need to show the positivity to everybody around me, not just on a live screen, you know? Oh yes. But that's it what I want to do. And so from here on out, mm -hmm. oh, I yeah. to say, I'm going to say it in my head. I'm not going to say it out loud. Right. It does affect people and you really you really don't know how it affects that person no and then all of a sudden they're like if you see somebody eating like all of a sudden a whole bunch and then all of a sudden they're I mean, like they're, uh, they're, i got here brownies uh-huh <laughs> and then i bet you you're gonna be eating a lot and you're like well where did she go <laughs> i mean i thought about like mm. literally eating one while i was on live and i mm -hmm. said we're talking about body shaming so <laughs> what do i look like a walrus over here eating this brownie I'm kidding. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> I have just here saying it's a bad day, not a bad life. And uh, there's another route besides ending your life. There you go. You are loved, important, and it can be worked through. That's a good friend right there. I love Jess. She mm -hmm. is a very positive person. And she, like, I mean, again, mm -hmm. you have to have people you can talk to, and, you know, and I've got a tight circle of mm -hmm. people. Right. And literally everybody's going. Mm -hmm different stuff everybody in that circle has their own mm -hmm. thing but yeah. they're there for each and every one of uh -huh. us you know, and you, know right. you just have to have somebody you can mm -hmm. trust oh absolutely can, then find somebody you think mm -hmm. you can and there's somebody oh, yeah there's yeah. in this world there's somebody that you can talk to oh absolutely and you know and i think that you know with that going along with that you know have you ever um we also usually like to show videos regarding that and everything like that. And I think that uh, we, right now would be a good time to show something regarding about that. And sure. We can... Let's watch it. Let's okay. check it out. And uh, hopefully we'll have that coming soon. <laughs>
<laughs> See that there? Stop right there. Look at that. Everybody's just pointing to her right there. Look at that. You know, just. And that right there, that's a, a celebrity right there. Stop driving there for a second. Right there. See right there, look at that. I mean, that's a pretty picture of a girl right there that somebody can be made fun of. Right this one right okay. here, this is uh -huh. Kanye West mm -hmm. and that's Lizzo, mm -hmm. right? Right. Now, I've seen some pretty negative stuff about Lizzo. Now, I'm not gonna lie, if I stood up, my body mm -hmm. size is not, I'm, I mean, I'm not as big, mm -hmm. but I'm a little bit smaller than her on the small side. Mm -hmm. But just because she's big, okay, does not mean that she can't, be beautiful and wear the beautiful clothes right and I've seen people get bashed for wearing tube tops because they're too fat mm -hmm. and that's not right and she won an award i think at the grammys i think she like won the main award or something yeah. like that mm -hmm. yep she did mm -hmm. she sure did Think, think about that one right there. That's, that's a good one mm -hmm. because even though she's she's not too skinny and she's not too big, she's just I mean, you, you know, I wouldn't say perfect because we're no. all not, but she's happy. She's, she's having fun. She's, she's having, having fun. fun no she's matter what. She's you know, happy. Exactly. about that one right there yeah that's yeah. a good yeah good bathing suit she's a model she's happy you know and they have a uh, swimsuit models like that that I shape inside that by the way that is a gorgeous that girl <laughs> that one is funny right there too <laughs> you see that one it says love thyself that's a perfect picture right there. <laughs> I, I I guess she's taking care of her daughter right there for a second. That one looks like she's a little upset. Maybe she's not really not liking herself right there in that picture. It looks like she's not really wanting to be in that picture, but she's kind of ashamed. But um, she's wanting to take a picture, but she's kind of this one looks like she is having fun. She's like a little sexy looking. And this one right here is going to this weight. All these. Uh, remember the picture before that? The uh, one before that? Yeah, where they showed Adele and then we're a little bit overweight. This one right here is that she's all sexy. This one right here. She, and then this one's Adele when they've lost all this weight. Yeah, that's after the weight. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, they did great. Oh. This one is up. This one right here is a uh, lady uh, weightlifters. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm all about being body positive with yourself. Mm -hmm. but you got to do that. There's something deeper going on that you need. Okay. This one, 
I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> See right here, this is what I was talking about about the gentleman. I love, love this. Mm -hmm. Isn't that uh, what is that? Uh, vil vertigo or vitiligo? Like but my mom has that disease. Vitiligo or whatever. Yeah. I think, you know, yeah. It's called mom... vitiligo. Thank there you. There you go. Vitiligo. That's what, what Michael Jackson yeah. allegedly yes. had. My mom has that. Made okay, I love you all. I'm leaving now. Bye. <laughs> My mom has that. <laughs> He's happy. Look at him. That He's looks happy. like. Mm -hmm. But my husband's a more attractive. Mm -hmm. My Jeff, my Jeff weighs like that, but he's lost. A, he was four hundred and twenty-seven hey, pounds. Harry, did you just body shame that poor <laughs> bastard by saying that your husband was more attractive? But he is more attractive. He's That's just called a dad bod. Now it's interesting. It's a dad bod. It's, I don't it's care about the bod. I'm just I have to speak up as a man. I, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> okay. Because it's something attractive. struck me as interesting. <laughs> When it came to women, everything that I read, when it came to women, they called it body shaming. But yet a guy <laughs> with a beer gut, it's called a dad bod. But it is. It absolutely you is. Care, you don't care. And you just it do. You know. No, it absolutely is for sure. <laughs> well, then Let's we see need what everybody else has to say. We got mom. Yes. Let's see. Jeff. Oh, B. Cruz is like got She's the tears. Uh, Jeff, I That's don't know. What, uh, mm -hmm. Oh, is that your husband? Yes. Hey, Dirt Digger, how you doing, brother? <laughs> He's laughing. I'm not disciplined enough to be a body, but me either, me sister. Me either. No. Um, a mom told me once that uh, put on that swimsuit and make those memories with your kids. Show them that positivity mm -hmm. and embrace your curves. Yes. Well, we've seen, look at Lizzo, mm -hmm. look at Adele. But by the way, <laughs> every one of those women in that picture, mm -hmm. what do they all have in common? They all have body dysmorphia, mm -hmm. yep. including Katy Perry, mm -hmm. who ordered on anorexia for a while. Yes. Yeah. Now she's just fucking nuts in the head. <laughs> But let's um. I, I I lost a lot of weight, and I I had a swimsuit like that one time when I was that big. I I did, and I have a picture to prove it that I was overweight at one time. I'm still Here we like go. Mm -hmm. My partner has uh, a et an et belly, <laughs> but he is very handsome though. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I see it. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um. I tell you what, this is a great. This, this is almost. Let's finish this out. Okay. Because I have to leave you guys in a minute. I've already over. I've overstayed my welcome here. Today. Overstay. Even though that they're they have some weight on them, they're still so positive in their pictures. Oh yeah, Absolutely. they they're happy. That's what and I love about those pictures. That's what I want, Carrie. You just brought. Mm -hmm. the, the the critical point of the night, I showed a bunch of different pictures mm -hmm. of heavy people, skinny people, muscular people, mm 
um, guys with beer guts, guys with vitiligo. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. interesting thing is what you said was they're all embracing positivity. Right. Yes. Okay. So you, you if if someone that you're with has that negativity toward you and you have that positivity toward yourself, something's got to give and it's probably going to be that person. You yeah. don't need to hang around or have friends mm -mm. that are going to bring you down. No. Uh, and because body shaming is not a, a, a one-dimensional crisis. No. It's a three-dimensional crisis that affects you the person mm -hmm. you're with and the people who you're in contact with. Mm -hmm. It affects everybody. Let yes. me just read something to you real quick. Because we, uh, we, I put something up here that we haven't really addressed yet. Mm -hmm. The body shaming, what is it? Here's what they, de they define as body shaming. Mm -hmm. The action or practice of mocking or stigmatizing someone by making critical comments about the shape, size, or appearance of their body. Fat, skinny, muscle head. How many times have you heard that? Is that a guy or how many? How many? It times could be a guy heard, or a girl. Is that a guy or a girl? It right? could be both. You, we we well, don't know. That's a, that's a valid point because we live in a society where mm -hmm. he and she is now could be a he she. Right. You know. Yeah, I guess. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Or whatever you, or, you know, look, we're we're, mm -hmm. we're living in a society, Carrie and Amelia, mm -hmm. where in school they're telling five year olds you can identify with any gender you want. Yep, exactly. you want to talk about body shaming? Mm -hmm. Oh boy, did you open a Pandora's fucking box? Mm -hmm. See, and I, I absolutely hate the school system for doing mm -hmm. that. Let me just read this to you real quick. Because mm -hmm. I really do have to get out of here. Uh, see, um, we got to do a commercial. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I was telling Millie about that. What yeah. is the actual meaning of body shaming? The act or practice of subjecting someone to criticism or mockery for supposedly body faults or imperfections. Well, guess what? If that's the case. We're all imperfect. We all exactly. have exactly. There's not one of us that is ever going to meet that standard. Mm -hmm. That being said, yeah. um, I'm going to hit a commercial now, and mm -hmm. when we come back, you'll see me. I won't be here no more. Okay. Okay. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. TheManscape.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com. And the lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we. What's Buzz Podcast wants to welcome Radioactive FM 88.6 in Wellington, New Zealand, Radio Perth, Australia, and RTL Radio 102.5 in Milan, Italy. Welcome aboard and welcome to the Buzz. 
Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we were discussing body shaming, if you're joining us a little late. Uh, yeah, we um, were just discussing body shaming, you know, different types of body shapes. And I actually, my um, my stepson got married a few years ago, and I was a lot overweight. And we were talking about, you know, how to be happy with what you look like and everything like that. And I was like so overweight. I bought this real pretty pink dress and I was like, oh my gosh, I look so big in this dress. And my son, looked, he walked me down to my seat and he says, mom, you look so beautiful. And remember, I'm, you know, stepmom. And he's like, mama, you look just so beautiful. And I was like, really? He goes, oh yes, you look prettier than the bride. You know, I said, no, I don't. He goes, yes, you do. So he made me look so just happy, you know? <laughs> so he sat me down and of course we did our mother son dance and it was just oh, he's the sweetest. Oh yeah. yes. And I just felt so good in my dress and everything. And after a while, I looked at myself. I said, oh, my gosh, I got to lose weight. But it just made me so happy for that one moment, you know? See, I never went to prom. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't go to prom either. I did. I never went to prom mm -hmm. um, because I didn't really want to buy a dress. Right. I, I didn't actually get married married. Like, mm -hmm. I, was married, I got married in a courthouse mm -hmm. with a t-shirt because I didn't really want to wear a dress. I'm not a dress girl. Right. But I go on cruises. They have the, you know, special dress up nights. So I do buy a dress from that. And to me, I think I look pretty in it. But when I walk out, I'm wondering what everybody else is, you know, thinking when they look at me because I am a big girl. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit what anybody thinks? You are beautiful. So and that, exactly. and, if, and and if Dirt Digger thinks that you're hot and I'm telling you you're beautiful, then tell them everybody to go fuck off. OK, exactly. OK, I'm going to leave now. Okay, bye. <laughs> I just got to look beautiful for one night next year. And that is for my daughter's wedding. And she's thought about wearing, she said, mom, it's going to be maroon color. I'm like, yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. You know, that's what kind of dress I actually had. I went on my first, when I went on my first cruise, I actually had pictures I could show you. Okay. When I went on my first cruise, um, I bought this maroon colored. It was like a lacy kind of dress and it had mm -hmm. sparkles on it, but it was a halter neck. Oh, that's beautiful. Cut off. And, um, it, I got it from Torrid, believe it or not. I got it from Torrid. And I'm like, I'm going to wear this. And it was, I mean, of course, it's spandex, so I needed it in all the right places. But my husband didn't complain. Mm -hmm. That's the only, the only person that counts, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to anybody else, really. Oh, as long as you're comfortable look, in it, that's the main thing. <laughs> I told my husband, look, I am not trying to start over with nobody else. I've been with you mm -hmm. for 20 years. And... Um, if mm -hmm. you go somewhere, then I'm just gonna stay single mm -hmm. because I don't I don't want to start over. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I know you, you know me, and ain't nobody gonna else gonna put up with your shit. So. <laughs> and you're right, Mister Jeff. He will be back. <laughs> He'll find something to say to put in there, right? <laughs> ain't that right, Mister Invisible Man? <laughs> Invisible Man. <laughs> He's not saying a word. You know, he's going to want to say something. <laughs> I know he does. He's burning them up back there. <laughs> but one good thing that you can always say something to someone is like, tell your friend that you know that's going to be going through something that they're very beautiful uh, and perfectly perfect. You don't need to change themselves unless you don't want to help them. You know, join them with a walk. Go with them, you know, and say, uh, you know, point out how the grateful that how they are. Their bodies keep them alive, you know. Point out their talents. They're amazing. You know, my, cultivate self-love, you know, stuff like that. I tell my daughter that all the time because she wants to try to do and change things about herself to impress everybody else. And I'm like, mm -hmm. who can 
about everybody else. Right. Yeah. Are you with yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I told oh, my niece you know the same thing. I said, I said, don't worry about anybody else. I said, you're beautiful. You've got this beautiful face. I said, you're beautiful hair. I said, who cares what anybody thinks? You know, you could be the most beautiful bride everybody's ever seen. And she was, I mean, and now she's a manager of a store. She has a better oh. hours and everything. And I said, look where you're at right now. You started as a sales clerk and look at you now. I said, now everybody, you have to tell everybody what to do. Think about that. <laughs> and I said, you've moved up and she's going to school. She's going to college for a uh, full time as well. And, uh, Stop. I twisted, um, oh, <laughs> and you're beautiful too, sweetie. And, um, uh, and she's marine biology. She's going to school to be a marine biologist and she's paying for college on her own. And she just recently got married. Can you believe that? Yeah. Like when she come into the chat, she actually brought something up for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to mention this to people. Go ahead. This is a very big subject too. Like <clears throat> another form of body shaming, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not calling anybody out and I'm not saying it, you know, anything bad about it. Mm -hmm. I know quite a few people that have dentures. Mm -hmm. Let me just say that. Oh yeah. And a lot of people that do. And I, I, and I've come into a lot of people. Hell, let me be honest with you. I thought about pulling on my teeth out and getting some damn dentures because I'm tired of them. Yeah. But um, a lot of people that do feel so bad for letting people know that, hey, their teeth are technically not real teeth, mm -hmm. that they just don't. Or yeah. they don't leave their house because they're afraid somebody's going to judge them for it. My mother, let me tell you this. My mother, mm -hmm. 62, I don't mm -hmm. know, she's 63, I don't do, I can't do the math. I'm yeah. sure Angela will pop in and tell me how old she is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he'll do the math for me, you know. Um, but she started losing her teeth when she was around 29, 30 years mm -hmm. old. Mm -hmm. And she has a gum disease because she's diabetic mm -hmm. and she lost most of her teeth. So she had to get dentures. Mm -hmm. But do you know that she will not leave her house without her teeth? Yeah. And my daughter's tearing up all her clothes all over the floor. Well, that's what, you know, my Jeff, he got his teeth pulled out recently. Now he wears dentures and he loves them. He tell he said, he recommends that for everybody. You know and, what? Yeah. It's I've worn dentures <laughs> for 25 years. Uh huh. Best thing I ever did. I know. Bet you. You know what? When when you have your teeth removed, uh huh. Your body health is healthier. Mm -hmm. You're not prone to infection as much. Mm -hmm. You taste food the way it's supposed to taste. Mm hmm. All because your mouth is in a blank slate now. Oh, yes. And my, okay, I'm going to leave now. Thank my you. my uh, dad's father, my grandfather, he had his teeth removed when he was 21. He had no choice because he was riding a horse. Well, back then, they had to do chores way early before they started school. So he was helping pull a horse and uh, doing some... I don't know if it was yard work or whatever they had to do. I guess removing hay from one end to the barn to the other. My grandfather was 21 and he had a, a horse knock him in the mouth. And my grandfather at the age of 21 had to have dentures at that age. He had no choice. So my grandfather at the age of 21 had to have dentures. Wow. So at that time. So <clears throat> I seriously considered it though. Mm -hmm. Now look, my husband, he actually has one, two, three. I think four of these teeth are fake and it's so partial. Yeah, partial. Mm -hmm. And you get so I know I know he doesn't like it too much. And he at first when he got it had it happen, mm -hmm. it was just one tooth. 
Mm-hmm. And then that partial piece or whatever wasn't staying in. So they had to remove the other whatever. Mm-hmm. And at first, when he first got it, I knew that, you know, looking at himself or him having it and people looking at him, I knew, I know that it had to make him feel uncomfortable because it was, it's different. They oh, yes, it is very different. And I've told him, I'm like, why don't you just go ahead and have them, you know, get this to kind of even it out or even mm-hmm. help. Literally, I swear to God, if I could get fake teeth, I would. Because I just get so tired of them. And I mean, I, I hate to say that, but I do. Mm-hmm. I just really don't like it. Oh, yeah, Remember recently, recently there was somebody that I knew on Facebook that ended up in the hospital because of, of that disease of the mouth because of the teeth. And it, we thought it was COVID or something, but it wasn't so. And, her, oh, there's somebody in the chat right there. Her company, Tristan. Mm-hmm. Here's what I was talking about. I wear mm-hmm. dentures, best thing she ever did. Put it back up there. <laughs> she wasn't finished reading. <laughs> no, more, no more pain. I won't leave my mm-hmm. house without them. I'm embarrassed to show myself on video without them. I just got them done last April. Well, you know what? With or without your dentures, you're still very beautiful. You're oh, yes. Woman. I mean, she's very beautiful. And I've seen her without them. And mm-hmm. without them, she's still beautiful. It doesn't matter if you have teeth, if you mm-hmm. have nose, whatever. You're still beautiful. I've seen people, and you know what? I hate to say this, and people might be like, what? When mm-hmm. when I say this, but my cousin, his, the mother of his kids. I won't say baby mama because that's kind of stereotypical. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, the mother of his children, she had a cleft palate. Mm-hmm. You know, of the, and oh, she yeah, had that's removed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... I, I mean, I think it's so new, unique, but I think it makes the be- her beauty so much more because she mm-hmm. actually went through it. And like, it, it just, it's like a, a beautiful transition to actually mm-hmm. to do that. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's not a deformity. I think it's no. beauty. I really, oh, yes. I mean, I, that might sound weird to say, but uh-huh. I think it's very beautiful. Oh yeah. Even if you have like a little freckle or some kind of a little mark right here like that, people or even look at the, you know, why is that like that? Or even with thinning hair, you know, people certain you know places and stuff like that. You know, no matter what, it's what you what you have in the inside that counts, not the outside appearance. Just to judge people in today's society because they're so used to seeing all these models and mm-hmm. the, the perfectionists on TV, and mm-hmm. there for a while, you didn't see plus size people in movies and plus size people on tv shows Mm -hmm. and then you started seeing actresses like melissa mccarthy and Mm -hmm. you know the the woman on that plays on uh the show this is us what's her name Mm -hmm. um on this is us i can't think of her name but um but you see her in there and it's like oh my god i can relate to these people now because i'm a i'm a heavy set woman Mm -hmm. you know and i can actually relate to them versus this little size two Mm-hmm. Negative two, extra, 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 extra small that, you mm-hmm. know, barely. Yeah. Thin. That's what today's society wants you to be. They want you to mm-hmm. be so skinny that you look like you're starving yourself. And yeah. you can, that for one, it's unhealthy. Right. And it doesn't have to be that way to impress people. Exactly. Because Just like the, like the, vo- the voice, the TV show, you know how American yeah. Idol, you have to have this perfect uh, impression oh. of them and like that. But the voice, they only hear your voice. They turn around and they're like, oh my gosh. And, and a lot of people have won no matter what I body shape they are. That when you have to judge people by their looks first and not mm-hmm. by what they bring to the table. Yeah, exactly. You know, but look, listen, my husband will tell you, he doesn't mm-hmm. care 
about anything because no. he likes he likes my big butt, my boobies, and my belly. <laughs> yep, he's not we're cool, all, so yep. we're good. Yeah, we're perfect just the way <laughs> we are. Red, what red blooded man doesn't want nice boobies and a nice head? <laughs> I want them asses nice. Are I you in the, here for I, another I commercial? Perfect, <laughs> I got the perfect ten. My wife's a five and a five. <laughs> I right, listen, I'm up against a heartbreak, you guys. Hold on. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so I have to bring something up here. Mm -hmm. We were talking about it. your husband says he oh, can't keep and, and I had to bring that up for a reason. And that's true. I'm the same way with Anita. Okay, I, she'll walk around here looking so delicious. I just I can't keep my hands off her ass. <laughs> I just can't. I can, in the morning when she's getting ready for work. When she comes home from work, I let her walk in front of me just so I could see her ass. That's my wife. I'm working. I'm on my computer trying to work, and I'm literally sitting this way, and he'll reach around and go, wink, 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 wink. And I'm like, I knew there was some reason I loved the dirt digger. Okay. Um, we are coming up on the end of the show. I'll tell you what. Thank you to Trista and Jeff, uh -huh. and thank yes. you. Thank you, everyone. To, uh, um, who else did we uh, uh to oh Jess? Thanks mm -hmm. to Jess for uh popping in here. We had a really nice chat room tonight. Um tried to comment, but they were like, I can't. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can't even get ready for work myself. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> what well, Amelia, tell everybody what's coming up. I was gonna have you tell them what was coming up. I was oh, okay. Well, tomorrow night we're doing. We are doing what's the buzz? Uh, we are doing the um uh, the round Great. table. Our newest our newest show is called What's the Buzz? The Popcast Roundtable. We're going to do that every Thursday. Amelia and I, uh, and occasionally Carrie will pop in, and uh, we're going to talk about the news of the week. Uh, what what happened on our shows that particular week? Um, who is still with us and who, who isn't? They're all, they're all gone. <laughs> Carrie's the only one that survived the cut. Um, yeah. But that's because we had a chance to talk privately. Yeah. Um, good lady. Good lady. Um, we have a couple of interesting <laughs> weeks coming up. Next week, we're going to do... I want to make sure I get this right because we are going to do... Um, we weren't going to do uh, Michael Jackson tribute, but our Michael Jackson guy decided to take a, a, a powder. A flying leap. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. We're doing the Georgia Guidestones 
on the 16th, next Thursday. On the 14th, I think we're going to do open forum. What we'll do next Tuesday is we'll have uh, open questions from the audience. And we'll just talk about everything. Carrie, if you want to join us for that, you're more than welcome. Will do. Okay, we'll start at 7, but you can pop in anytime you wish. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll make sure Amelia gives you the uh, the link. And I haven't um, what our show is yet, because we haven't discussed it. <laughs> what? what happened? I don't know what our show next week is yet, because we haven't discussed it. No, well, see, you guys have the luxury of being able to just go on the fly. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure by uh, b- before you leave tonight, we'll figure oh, it out. Yeah. Um, because I got a couple of real interesting topics for the two of you. Um, I want to tell everybody uh, if you've seen lately, we've been going through a couple of different co hosts. There will no longer be a co host on Tuesday nights. I am going solo with Blunt Talk. We're going to yep. keep Blunt Talk. And um, I am the Mac Daddy and the Mad Dog. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's a Mac Daddy. But Mac, if, I Mac get, dog. if I can get Carrie's husband, I can make him the Mac Daddy and I'll be the Mad Dog. <laughs> if he that might work, would most definitely be on here. But I'm telling you, you'd have to censor him because he's just as bad. There's no censoring here then at then all. Open. Oh no, I'm joking, but that's what I mean. He's he's just oh like, no, it's open forum. I oh, love there's no censoring allowed. <laughs> oh, absolutely for sure. No, seriously, was, there's was, no censoring allowed. Well, I'll tell you what, it, this was a good show tonight. I'm very happy with everything. Um, so what did we learn about body shaming is that we all do it mm-hmm. to each other. Um, yeah. we all are guilty of it. Oh, that absolutely. At one time or other, every one of us are perfectly imperfect. That's what makes us amazing human beings. <laughs> um, his uh, he Jeff says my mouth is sexualized. It is. So the fuck is mine, brother? So it is, is very badly. He's always uh, talking about dick and balls. Jeff, do you want to be a co-host one night? <laughs> I'm gonna have from his machine, but he would definitely do it. I will do it. I got news for I'll I'll do it. I'll bring him on. You hit that one. I'm serious, Jeff. You should be a co-host on a Tuesday night. I'll tell you what. Um, Mill, if there's nothing else to do, we're gonna say goodnight to everybody. I think it was a great show. Thank you, everyone. Jerry the Panda Queen Jeffries for Amelia, the big mouth of the South, the pit (laughs) bull Chapman. You got a lot of nicknames, kid. I'm gonna have to point it down. The mad dog Decipio. Will you let me finish the show? <laughs> it's uh, our show. Tonight. Oh, well, you know what? Go ahead. Finish it up. You. Go ahead. You finish No, it. go ahead. You, you go. go what ahead. he's trying to say is it's a wrap. Good night. There you go. Carrie, you did a perfect job. It's a wrap, kids. A Good night. <laughs>